Was it Picasso that lost his right ear or was it le his left ear? Do you ever hold out your hands like this to figure out which one looks like L so you know which, which way left is? And I'm, my first like, <coughs> tattoo idea is getting a little L and a little R. I'm surprised your tattoo idea isn't the whole uh, finger hand <laughs> gesture that you always make, which sounds really dirty because no one can see what we're doing. All right, welcome everybody to episode welcome. two. Of, did you just interrupt me? Really? <laughs> oh, we gotta do this again. Welcome everybody to episode two of our SEF student podcast. I'm Jackson. I'm surprised we made it to episode two. This is huge. <laughs> I mean, people people celebrate episode five and ten and fifteen hundred. Like episode I'm two, that I made it past the second episode. I almost bought a bottle of sparkling apple juice or grape juice <laughs> just to celebrate the fact that we made it to episode two. That's awesome. With us joined in this room this uh, this morning, it's not Sunday morning, this afternoon is our very own Ken Holly. Yay. Hello. Hi. Should, Hello. Hi, Ken. Should I add the applause track again just for fun? Sure, sure. Ken, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into the podcast. Sure. I'm uh, 35 years young, and I have a wife and a almost three-month-old daughter been in ministry here at Sobel for just over 12 years and have done a bunch of different things. Started with youth ministry and have worked uh, in a number of different areas in the church. So it's been great. Very cool. Uh, we asked Ken to join us here on the podcast to uh, share his uh, experience and expertise and kind of his side of, of uh, his side, his view of ministry and youth ministry. So thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Completely unscripted, and we'll see what happens. So I was listening to podcasts earlier on uh, this week, kind of getting inspired. Inspired. I was being inspired by different podcasts, and uh, I think the thing that I take away from the ones I've been listening to, which are different youth ministry ones and relevant podcasts, mm. fuck, uh, as well as any download youth ministry podcast, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is that I want to be as natural and flowing as possible. I know we have we have talking points yeah. and stuff like that, but just Let's have a conversation, let's chat, and uh, let's try and keep it to a minimum of 20 minutes, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh, so let's get the, just the housekeeping out of the way um, to inform our listeners who are local what's happening. Do you want to take this? Do you want me to take this? Well, first off, there we go. We forgot the plug. Oh, we did. You're right. So plug our intro and outro music is made by Evan Nickerson, which I wrote down what his plug handle, whatever you want to call it, name is, and I forgot what it was. So we'll make sure we put a, another link in the show notes yeah, so people can find him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah and it may be right now, actually, as we when I do the post-edit, we'll play some music to underscore all this just to... Right now. Right now. Okay, welcome back from that music <laughs> break. Uh, all right, Wonder Jam is happening. Ken, you're driving the bus for Wonder Jam. <sighs> It should be interesting. Think, what, wait, wait, hold on. Why should it be interesting? Why do you say that? That's just scary now. I've had some great bus trips. Yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. Cool. I, I'm excited. We have uh, a 48 seat. Is that right? 48 mm -hmm. seats. Uh, bus on or seats on the bus uh, were almost sold out. Uh, I had another youth group call me today that want to partner and work with us and come with us, which is cool. awesome. Now, as a bus driver, are you also going to go on rides and take part in the festivities? Uh, I am not. No. Ooh. I I watched the uh, the video for the new roller coaster t yesterday. Yeah. It made me motion sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so, so what does a bus driver do when you drive a bus full of students down to yeah. Wonder Jam? What do you do in that time? I will eat a funnel cake and then sleep. Really? That wow. sounds pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds like what any old person would do while going to an amusement park. Yeah, I went to a I went to amusement park back home one year with a bunch of students and let, let them. I was supposed to go on rides and I just didn't want to, so I spent most of, the time of my time in the restaurant in the park mm. and just chilled out in the air conditioning. It was amazing, yeah. best yeah. money I've ever spent. The concert will be good too. I'll go to the concert. Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, too thank bad. you for driving. Too bad. Sandy I'll be in the Pandy I'll be in the circle pit. <laughs> oh, we got to say you got to say that one. Oh, come on. I said, too bad Sandy Patty isn't there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ken is our resident Sandy Patty fan. Uh, I am the resident Carmen fan, if we all know who Carmen is. You don't know Carmen? You know Sandy Patty, but you don't, you don't know Carmen. I only know the good music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson is still listening to Barney, so that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Where did that I don't know. I just saw you drinking, so I thought I'd try something. Uh, so we're starting, uh, or not starting, we're almost done a series actually on prayer at mm-hmm. SF Youth, which we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. I'm preaching tonight uh, this, but we're talking on, actually, let's ask the resident congregational care pastor of Slavo Christian Fellowship. How is your prayer life? The big title, yeah. Prayer life. <laughs> I wish, oh, I wish we had a video camera so we could show people how we answer. <laughs> you kind of sit back. And then when it, when it comes time to answer, you just kind of lean forward and prayer answer life. And then sit back. Again. Yeah. Um, prayer life. Prayer life is good. Prayer life is important. Very important. Yes. Why? Um, why is it important? Yeah. Because I think that, uh, like, that's we're, we're we're meant to be in relationship with God. And mm-hmm. how can you be in relationship with God if you're not talking to Him? So we can we can read our Bibles and we can we can hear from God that way, but we need to be in communication back to Him as well. So that's. Yeah. Prayer life. Let me talk about prayer life for a second. What, while you talk about that, can you get closer to the microphone just so everyone can hear you? Hear you? Is that better? That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking about uh, prayer on Monday night with a group of guys and just kind of sharing my heart around prayer. And, and there's certain places I really love to pray. One of them is my car because I've got this cr- really cool little car. And it has a full glass roof. Some little. Really full. It's got a full <laughs> glass roof, so I can see right out. Especially nice. at nighttime, I can open the oh, roof and cool. just see the stars. And but I love praying while I drive. So one of the ones, one of the places I find it super difficult to pray, is at times when it should be the easiest, like before a meal. Hmm. And I think that in, internally, I'm always battling. Like I don't want this to just be routine, hmm. right? So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm that like. Makes sense. I'm like, how do I make this, you know, not routine? Like, I'm just, am I, am I just praying because it's what we do, or am I praying because I actually am thankful for what God's given us as far as food goes? And so I'm always, ba- I'm like always having this internal battle with, with that. So I say, I, I would say, prayer life is good, but I'm always constantly struggling with the, how do I up this? Like, how do I, how do I be more? sincere in my prayer life how do i make sure that i'm not just doing it because it's just something we're supposed to be doing right absolutely yeah it's this series has been an eye-opener for me it's one of those things where you know it and you teach it all the time and then when it comes time to really kind of study it i've i've been convicted about my own prayer life you know uh we're teaching aiden how important prayer is and stuff um and he does these nighttime prayers in the last week it's just been okay let's pray dear jesus thank you for blah 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 and last night I was like, dude, stop. Like, you need to put some thought into this. You need to think about what you're saying. And 
and uh yeah so we're we just did uh when this is posted we'll be we'll we would have spoken on prayer and we're doing a, the five directions jackson do you remember what the five directions are um north east oh south <laughs> praying upward yep. praying downward praying forward and praying backward close uh up and down is right prayers of praise are up prayers of confession are down uh praying forward is praying for your future what god's calling you to and and all that kind of stuff not praying just for tomorrow but also for next year when you go away to school that kind of stuff Ooh, i know um and then we uh we just did a a night on praying prayers to our right so who's your right hand person who who's a person that you Mm -hmm. go to when you depend on who's your community and so i want to throw the question to, to ken Who's in your community? Who who's on your right hand side? Who's the person that helps you in those dark, terrible times? Other than your wife, I, I stole it. Sorry. Uh, one of the things I've really appreciated in ministry is is having a, a mentor type person in my life. Um, there's a lo- there's another pastor in the BIC church that uh, I have been getting together with recently, although not super recently uh, we kind of stopped getting together but he would be somebody where i would share ministry struggles with and personal struggles and ask for prayer and support and that kind of a thing so that's uh he's he's one of those for sure and i mean ministry can be a really lonely place like who do you talk to as a pastor and i just think that that's i think maybe that's uh that's that's a bad excuse sometimes that pastors have for not having anybody close in their life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that there's people even within our own church here that I consider great friends and would be people that I would go to with anything, even though they're the congregants, right? So we're not better than them. We're not higher than them. We're doing life together. So So through your experience as a pastor, as a former youth pastor, as a student, just as a human being, if there's any advice that you can give to student leaders, to those youth pastors who are brand new in ministry, who are coming up, what's what's some advice, maybe one or two things of advice that you, you would give to them as far as bringing community around you? As far as bringing community around, just do it. Just ser- <laughs> look for somebody that's going to that's going to speak truth into your life in a way that is they're not going to be afraid to do it. Like... They're, you can share stuff with them. You can speak to them. They can speak to you. They're going to challenge you in the hard stuff. You got to have those people in your life. Otherwise, well, I don't know. I think you just it's you just become it's a really lonely place to be, and you don't you don't get that challenge to grow in your own faith. For sure. So, and a lot of times in ministry, it's we're on autopilot. I think sometimes with our faith, right? Like mm-hmm. it's we we can we can just go along with with what's happening and. It's not, uh, yeah. I don't know where I was going there with that, but it's all right. It's a great answer. Community, I, I, that's what I love the heart. That's why I love the heart of Salvo Christian Fellowship is our heart is community and our heart is being there for everybody. Um, and that's been as a new person kind of coming in. That's been a difficult thing for me. Most people know my story and how I've gotten burned in the past and stuff. And so you're you're always cautious to put yourself out there. You know, but there's in the small group of the Port Dog and Saugeen area, there's uh, there's two families that I, I've been learning to trust and just open myself up to, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jackson, who are some, so who's in your community? Who's around you? Who's who's right on your right hand side? 
I should have been thinking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I was too focused on trying to be quiet because all the noise I've been making. But uh, I probably have to say, not because he's right here, but probably Andy. Cause you totally said that because I'm sitting right here. No, I didn't. I promise. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't really think as a young person, it's not a lot of people in our youth group that, I really feel comfortable around like that, except the youth pastor, which I kind of find is funny. But thank you, my parents. There you probably. go. Well, <laughs> is there? Well, that let me challenge you for a second. Is there anyone that doesn't attend here that you are close with that you can rely on, Christian or non-Christian? At this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I was Who's gonna, it? I was gonna say like my friends definitely, but they're not Christian. That's why I was. But are but they yeah, are they there for you? Are they yeah, dependable? People, are they? Yeah, they're people that I can talk to whenever there's anything going on, which is always good. So the only thing missing from them is just the faith aspect, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So tonight, uh, I've I'll be talking about that. I'll, I'll and if you're listening to this podcast, and you probably listened to the sermon, hopefully before this podcast. But we're talking about that. We're talking about community. Who's on your right hand side, uh, and how we need to uh, pray for. Uh, our friends around us and our community around us, but you also need to allow others to pray for us. And uh, we can, as pastors, we know we can give, 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 and pray, pray, pray for everybody else, but who's praying for us? And so we need to allow that to happen as well. And uh, so, cool. yeah. Anything to add to that, lastly, Jackson? No. Were you listening, were you? I was, I was talking uh, about praying. So, um, <laughs> so Ken, um, Let's continue on with uh, including you in this conversation, moving away from prayer, moving towards, uh, tell us about your journey as a youth pastor. Tell us about how, one of the questions I asked, uh, I'm talking to Jackson, one of the questions I asked Ken to think about was, how has youth ministry changed from the time that he is a youth pastor five years ago yeah, to, to now? now. Um, maybe not from, not from your position as a, as a pastor, but the students in society and what's changed, what hasn't changed, what advice can you give me the, the year in youth pastor here at Sable, uh, what advice can you give future leaders as far as ministry and change and all that kind of stuff? That's a big question. I know it is really big. I'm like sitting here like, Whoa, I think that, I think one of the, one of the things, if I think about it is, um, just the society that we live in as far as it being more closed to Christianity. When I was a youth pastor, uh, to begin with here at Sobel, we had a we had a group that met in the Wyerton school and you know it was it was an inter- it was a faith group that met in there at lunchtime and you know you just go in and and we would do a bible study like in the school and mm-hmm. i think those things That's are cool. are getting more difficult to do uh, in the schools and uh, so that probably makes youth ministry more difficult um uh i I've, I've been out of youth ministry for I don't know, five years now. So it's a little, it's, I don't really know maybe all the changes, but um, yeah, I, I guess advice to, to people that are getting into youth ministry or, or want to be a part of youth ministry is, is just to, just to get involved. Like, um, you know, you don't have to, it's, you don't have to be the youth pastor to do youth ministry. Like just, if, if God's given you a passion for youth and, and to work with teens and, and to mentor and coach young people, then just do it. And you know what, maybe God will open a door that it'll become a position that you can step into 
uh, in a, in a more part-time or full-time role. But, you know, a lot of people are, are looking for that, the job or the, the official position to do it. And I don't, I don't think you need that. Yeah. I didn't have that when I started here and I, I was, uh, I was leading the youth before I was on staff here and God had just put a, a passion in my heart for, for teens. And I was a troubled teen and, and I just knew that, uh, I had a lot of experience and, and things to share. So, that's uh, that was my start at Sobel, and they took a, a risk, uh, throwing a, a teen uh, who had spent time behind bars into a leadership role. And <laughs> can you please explain on that? What <laughs> I'm like, I haven't that's, heard that. Okay, part of youth ministry is a couple of things: a uh, squirrel moments where your mind just kind of wanders, and I have two things. But we're going to revisit this bar uh, behind bars thing. Um, yeah, every time you say, bars, j- so. every time, you, yeah. <laughs> Every time you say "just do it," uh, who's that actor that does a "just do"? That is, just do it. Oh my gosh! You know, I was I mean. thinking it earlier. What is his name? Well, maybe our listeners. Shia LaBeouf. Can, oh, Shia LaBeouf. I was hoping our listeners could comment, but you beat me to it. So that's every time you say "just do it," that's what comes to mind. Uh, and then the other squirrel moment that just kind of lost. I I I forgot it. Something about driving the bus. Oh, when you you pray the best when you're driving your car. You said that a while ago. Um, I wouldn't say I'd pray the best when I'm driving my car, but I it, it is it, it is a safe zone. We're supposed to bow our heads and close our eyes, yeah. And so when you're driving, and does that yeah. It's yeah. No. terrible? I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, do you feel comfortable sharing uh, in a nutshell your time behind bars? Uh, I don't. That's fair. No, that's no, fair. That's fair. Absolutely. <laughs> I as well spent time behind bars. Um, and that we'll save that for another episode. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, you'll have, you'll have to invite me back. We'll do. We'll a, invite you. We'll back. do a whole bars episode. <laughs> a whole bar, <laughs> and hopefully in that time we'll somehow get Jackson behind bars just for the experience, <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> I apologize for putting you on the spot. I was just super curious. Uh, oh, I'm open to. Sh- it's just a long story, so it's okay. Yeah, so you got arrested. You spent time. some time behind bars. Yeah, between an hour and days, we'll say. Yep. So, awesome. Yep. And you learned your lesson. And, and they still let you near minors, so that's good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is fun. Um, cool, Jackson. Have you ever spent time behind bars? <laughs> you know your mother's listening, so you better <laughs> well, answer. I'm, like, I'm trying to think. Is there even like some joke time? I went. I'm sure there's plenty of photos of me. Like, well, there's times that like police officers have come and I've, I've sat in the back. That doesn't like, count. But like, okay. All I know is that if I ever have to get handcuffed, my wrists and hands are so small that I can slip out of them. <laughs> I learned that as a, at a young age, Whoa. and I'm proud of that. All I can tell you is the ride to Toronto in the bus will be Whoa. much more comfortable to my ride in a paddy wagon to Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so long story short, and again, we can go into more detail a different date, but my experience was my dad arrested me, and handcuffed and fingerprinted me and threw me in jail gave me one phone call i called my mom who answered the phone with you're in your dad's hands now click (laughs) and that was that was that (laughs) so cool well thanks for sharing ken appreciate it and love having you here on the show on the show on the episode it's not a show is it Mm. no i think you have to hit three episodes before you can call it a show Well, episode three is looking good. We have another special guest coming up in episode three, which we won't mention yet, but we will mention uh, when we go live with episode three. Yeah. Awesome. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are for sure. Um, we we want to do a student leadership 
kind of conversation in each episode. I think we've kind of covered it with everything that you've talked about and shared from your point of view. Jackson, as the uh, current kind of resident student leader, anything that you want to add as we wrap this up? Um, I just think like kids nowadays don't understand how easy it is to just be at least just an example of God at like every day, especially like I've been trying in my school. It just no one no one really talks about that kind of stuff anymore and I think like really you got it you got to just be willing. Like there's no such thing as like a faith club and I go to a Catholic school and there's this there's a gay club but there's no faith club. I find that would you be a person to start a faith club if you were allowed to? Um I don't know. I, th- I mean I've had discussions with people about starting like an alpha. Yeah. With I I think would be cool but I, I don't know. If there would be a good turnout or anything, I don't know. I haven't really thought about actually doing it, but I've had conversations. Well, in the words of Ken, just do it. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand. I grew up in the in the world where there was a faith club, and every I think Wednesday lunch we had that's cool Bible study kind of thing. And that's actually that's how I got started in youth ministry. Was my youth pastor looked at me and said, "You're going to lead it," and I was Ooh. like, "Uh, oh, okay." <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> so what I want to do then is challenge you, uh, Jackson, in a Hi. loving way, and also any, any other student, student leaders. leaders. Or I know we have some students that attend here that want to be student leaders. Um, be bold. Just do it. Get out there. Start to talk to people. Come on. You don't have to be Billy Graham. You don't have to wave a Bible around, <laughs> but have a conversation and talk to people and introduce them to who Jesus is. Yeah. So do it. Just do it. And make it fun. Right? I, I always tell people, the people think that that living for Jesus is boring. And you know what? For probably a lot of the years, the church was extremely boring. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> no, for But sure. I, I always tell people, I, I've had way more fun absolutely. serving Jesus than, I've, than I ever did in my teen years of running away from him. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be boring. And, and there's... There's a lot of great things about uh, being a part of a church community, and well, and that's yeah. that's the joys of youth ministry too. Is you can you can make it fun, and mm-hmm. you, you bring it all back to Jesus, and you teach them the Bible and who Jesus is and all that stuff. But you got to make it fun and crazy and wacky. And you know, last week we played a game where one one of the things where they had to pretend they were getting seasick, and we have a, a room full of teenagers <laughs> barfing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. What did they make? What what noise was that? There we go. That's trying not to be loud. You know, silly and crazy, but it open it breaks. You know this as well as I do, Ken. It breaks down the walls and it makes them more comfortable where they're mm-hmm. able then to hear from their peers and from their leaders who Jesus is and why He loves us. And that's the bottom line truth of it. I feel like when the first time I ever told one of my friends, "Hey, she come to youth group," the stigma of the church is boring kicked in and was like. Uh, no, thanks. It was very, I was like, oh. Well, and that's yeah. why, that's one of the reasons why I try and push social media and, you know, take pictures and take videos and you mm-hmm. as students do this so then you can share with your friends exactly what we're doing here and how it's not hopefully boring and mundane and yeah. we have some students who fall asleep on Wednesday nights, but. <laughs> the other the other side of that, the dangers to that is it can't just all be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that God's put the eternity in the hearts of men, right? Yep. And so when when students hear the truth of God's word in an environment that's fun and mm-hmm. open and real, then they're going to connect with yeah. it, right? It's going to yeah. 
it's gonna it's gonna happen yeah ken thank you so much for joining us i hope we met your expectations as being a guest on a episode it was great thanks for my first podcast experience uh, again, a huge shout out to Evan Nickerson for uh, the music that he's provided for the podcast. And uh, is there anything else that I'm missing, Jack? Yes, I'm. Oh, I'm getting something ready. No one left uh, a review. No, or... no, no. We got a review. Not your own review. No, that doesn't no, count. That's not what it... Or your mother's. A review winner of the week. So last week. Wait, we're... hold on. This is legit. This is. Legit. This is not you or your mother. So, uh, <laughs> this is totally uh, you. Last week, we told you guys to leave a review, and... And someone did. Yeah. Holy moly. So, the title of the review is, I may be the co-host, but I love this podcast. I enjoy listening along to the weekly sermons, and the Friday Extra episodes are amazing. That review was left by Jackson Brotherton. Well, because you're the co-host, you don't get access to the prize that we <sighs> may or may not have. So we're going to leave another uh, contest. If you just let's just do this. If someone leaves a review, yep. on either Google or iTunes or Spotify, yep. they'll be put into a draw. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Yep. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. Oh wait, wait. Uh, what? Still? No, we're done. No. Oh my gosh. All right. Can I can I wrap this up now? Can we do a, a closing thing here? Are you ready with? Okay. Thank you so much for listening. To <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take three now. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of SCF Student Podcast. Uh, we've been joined with the co-host, Jackson Brotherton. Hello. Special guest, Ken Holly. Hello. And Ken will give us a closing remarks by saying, Just do it. <laughs>